What's up, my fine furry friends? It's a criminal mind reference, if you are wondering. This podcast is now legal. What? This is our 18th episode. Oh my god, that's so sad. We're I didn't legal. even know that. We're legal. Look Whoa. at that. Catch us in a club with some mocktails. Mm-hmm. Now we can... Well, I guess we can't order alcoholic beverages yet. Nope. Three weeks, we'll be there. Um, thank you to my grandma. She requested a shout out, so this is my shout out to my grandma. She shout was like, out, you, grandma. She was like, "You talk about Abby a lot. You don't talk about me a lot." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, grandma." Um, so shout out to grandma. She texts me like Monday. I mean, my grandma listens Monday mornings immediately while she takes her walks, and she'll text me like ten o'clock with something. She texted me with a bunch of like Princess Bride quotes. She's like, I guess I'll watch it as you wish. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Grandma, yes! And like, watch the Princess Bride. So, yeah, sorry if you don't like the Princess Bride. You probably didn't like anything about the episode last week. I feel like even if you don't like the Princess Bride, you can still appreciate Still appreciate the creativity in the episode. And, and the quotes. Yeah. The quotes. Like, come on. If you don't like the Princess Bride, at least you like breasts. If we had cool beans, that would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. I'm talking about chickens, guys. Obviously, chicken breasts. Did I tell you about our tit versus teat argument? What? <laughs> okay, so this was at youth groups. So that's how you know. Oh, it's, it's, okay. it's okay, right? So I walk up to youth group, and this guy's like, Camden, Camden, Camden. Breasts on animals. He's like, are they called... What are they called? And I was like... Oh, he's like, they're called teats, right? And this other dude goes, no, it's tits. It's teats. And then we look at the word teats and we're like, well, it's not a Scrabble word, so it doesn't count. No, honestly, if I I think about that, I would call it animal teats. Because, like, when I think tits, I think of, like, a woman, right? Yeah. Like, I don't I would think think about a cow having... You know? Like, yeah, cow tits. That's not weird. That's not good. So it's just like the next time you're in like a situation like that, you're like, oh, cow tits. Like <laughs> not getting that image out of my head. Thank you to me and to Aaron Eady. Um anyways, here's our third edition of Spoon Tunes. Spoon Tunes. Ding. Spoon Tunes. Welcome to episode three of Spoontoons. Um, I, I picked the song today. So, funny story. I was scrolling through TikTok. And, you know, that's the place for up-and-coming artists to post their material, see if people yeah. like it. And so I found, I heard this song. And I was like, oh, like this sounds like a song I would listen to. And so I was just watching it. And they were like, hey, like we are going. We're going to play in a few small places. Save this video to your phone, and we'll give you, like, a free t-shirt or something oh, if you show up. Yeah. Nice. To, like, show that you were here from the beginning. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's so cool. Obviously, they're I think they're in, like, California or something, so no way that I'm going to ever see them before yeah. they get big. But I was like, okay, cool. And so I saved it. I have, like, four or five songs saved from it. Um, it's, like, a nice little... It's a nice little bop. 
What did you say? It was like... I said it was like Backseat Lovers and My Chemical Romance had a baby. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, it reminds me a lot of Backseat Lovers. Um, yeah. But yeah. Here's a little piece of the chorus. <laughs> So it's um, a song called Sick of Being Young by Crooked Kings, and it's kind of about, like, being sick of being young. What? It's like everybody wants you to be older and mature, but everybody is also treating you like you're a child. And so it's kind of like that whole... And then when you get older and mature, you wish you were younger. Yep. Paradox of life. Yeah. It's the worst. Um, but, yeah. It's kind of... That's my little mention of the week. So go listen to it. It's a great song. Yeah. Sick of Being Young by Crooked Kings. It's crooked with a K. With a K. Yeah. We'll post it. Spoon tunes. Spoon tunes. Spoon tunes. Welcome back. Rachel, what are we discussing today? Today we're talking about... I'm really not in the right mood for this episode. I forgot until like 45 minutes ago that we were doing this. And then I was sitting at home and I was like, shoot, I got to record a podcast tonight. You know, I literally have just been like laughing and giggling for like the past two hours because I've been watching a new TV show. And so I'm like, okay, I have to get in the right mindset for this. Okay, today we're talking about um, like deep conversations and how to approach those um, and what exactly a deep conversation is and like how you can have one making it the most beneficial thing for you and the person you're having. Yeah. Cause I think we've, we've both mentioned in the past couple of weeks that we like having deep conversations and I'm sure a lot of people do, but it's just the struggle is getting into those deep conversations mm-hmm. and like worrying about, cause like they are risky. They're not as fun as sending reels or TikToks that some of y'all children do, or, you know, just, I send you phenomenal TikToks. You do, you do, you do. It's yeah. mostly hockey thirst traps now. Um, but if you haven't been watching the Kings playoffs, you should go do that. But yeah, they're not the most, you know, lighthearted, laughy, giggly conversations, but they are the most productive probably. So how we approach that, how we do that. So uh, Rachel and I posted on our personal accounts, personal account stories, um, tips like asking for tips and stuff because uh, y'all don't respond to the podcast account and <laughs> i barely don't respond to my account either to rachel's account either <laughs> thank um, you aiden for responding yeah. actually yeah much appreciated he's the only one and i figure he would have responded to mine too but he responded to yours and so he was like you know that covers it prompt so, superiority yeah i mean i'd expect that it's all good it's all good so we're gonna read through those we'll break them down get into the nitty-gritty of it and then we'll give our takes um all right we'll start with uh we'll start with what i got um from harmony harmony harris she said read your thoughts down but i think she meant write your thoughts down write your thoughts down if write your thoughts down if you forget about topics that you want to hit she says this is advice from my therapist so so writing down what we want to talk about to make sure we, we talk through all of it i do that yeah we have podcast topic written down right there um i've done that before like abby and i were going into a a deep conversation and i texted her the day before like a list i'm like all right like this is what i want us to go through like we have the similar kind of like what we want to go through but i'm like i don't want to get into it okay and i don't want to like get into it and then we end the conversation and i go home i'm like crap 
I forgot to talk about this, yeah. this, 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 this. And so, yeah. I think George Costanza did that in Seinfeld too. Like he would write, like when he was nervous about a date, he would make it, he had it like an index card and he would write down like topics and he would like slip out. So, and then <laughs> I mean, questions. Whatever works, works. I'm just saying. I do like bullet points. Yeah. I love me a good bullet point. Oh, I'm bullet point fiend. Yeah. Any kind of slideshow, like bullet oh, points. All yes. bullet points. Don't even get me started on slideshows. Yeah. We should have a slideshow party in our friend group. Like a the block presentation. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. We talked about doing that a while ago. It never happened. I think we should really do it. I think we should. We should. Oh, we should. That'd be so fun. Okay. So yeah, writing down your thoughts to just keep it organized and kind of maybe it like I know when we think stuff in our brain in our brain holes, it can be all scrambled all over the place. So just write it down. Organize it into four or five thoughts. Like all right, this is what I want to talk through. Um, that's what I want to do. Uh, next one from Lars Lars Oland. Just got to be straight toward. I think he means straightforward. Yeah. It's gotta be straightforward. It might hurt, but there's no way there's no way around getting to the point. It might hurt, but there's no way around getting to the point. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like um like that's the thing with these conversations is like if you're like there's a difference between deep conversations being like, oh hey, let's really get to know each other and deep conversations like, hey, this is an issue that we need to address. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's an issue that you need to address and you really just have to not be chicken about it and you have to just yeah. like, be you like, gotta hey, lay it all out there, like just open it up. This is the issue. You can't sit there procrastinating it or like avoiding it because it just, it doesn't end well. Yeah. If the issue is a 10, then you need to present it as a 10, not as a four or five, be like, because hey, then the other person doesn't understand like the severity of it mm-hmm. might not be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. Not like, oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. I like, we, we need to, Yeah. Um, yeah, lay it all out there. Lay all the feelings out there. Don't hold back. I mean, don't berate them, but yeah. kind, respectful way. Just if you got feelings, tell them about it. Put it out there. Uh, from Rachel Koshotsky, your mom. Typical. Typical. Uh, from what's up? It's your boy, JJ. Listen, I need to be honest about something. And that's all he said. So I don't know if he was trying to tell me something there. No, I think it's like how you should how start you would start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. Um, not a bad way to start. No. That's how every scene in a movie would start. Listen, let me be honest with you about something. That's like if anybody says like, "Hey, like I need to talk to you about something," or "Hey, I need to be honest about something," my heart drops. I'm like, "Oh boy!" Like if yeah. you do not immediately like call me or immediately <laughs> tell me what you're people that text, "Oh, hey, I need to talk to you about something tomorrow," be like, "No, no, 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 you no, can do no, that right just, now." Right at this exact moment. There's nothing more important than what's going on right now. Yeah, because if uh, we don't, then I ain't going to sleep tonight. Like, I'm just going to be in my bed like, what's going on? So, yeah. But we're thinking. Yeah, being honest, setting that tone right away. Good way to do it. Mm -hmm. Good way to do it. Uh, From Will DePillow, alcohol, no, next. Brayden Walsh, find somebody, use Riz, then get to work. Yes, I agree. (laughs) This is one of my youth group guys. Find somebody, use Riz, then get to work. Rachel, I have a theory about Riz. Um, I think a guy will will date around while he has Riz. And when he senses that he's run out of Riz, he stays with that girl and marries her. So what's happening with you and Abby? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I don't have any Riz. No shot. No, I mean... It gets a point where they're like, you know what? She's great, and I love her, and uh, I don't have a shout with anyone else. 
I'm not saying all guys. I think some guys, maybe. <laughs> it's just a theory I've been working on. Present it to Sheldon Cooper and see what he thinks. I need you to come up with, like, a scientific hypothesis and, like, mm-hmm. present it. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're one of our 35 and older listeners, as, like, 60% of you are, and you've never heard the word riz before, let's explain that word. It's basically short for charisma. Yeah. Which, it that's not, like... If someone was like, oh, hey, they have Riz, but then someone's like, oh, hey, they have Charisma, I would not think that those mean the same thing. No. Like, when I think of Riz, it's, like, your flirting ability, like, how you present yourself, like, how confident you are with stuff. If you go up to somebody, but or if you go up to somebody and you're like, hey, good looking, what's going on? Like, That's Riz. Riz. Charisma would be, like, you're a good public speaker. You can yeah. get people's attention. But, yeah, like, as other, I mean, you it's call like a guy. slang. Yeah. You call a guy a player or whatever, like. Player. Player. He's got Riz. He knows so. how to get them. Girls. Girls. <laughs> Thanks I for pausing yourself. This is self-censorship. Um, from Sam Bissett. She says, don't have a final product in mind. I like that one. And, I... Like, I want to... Like, I think it's good to have... Like, as I've talked... I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, I have a Set goal. Set a goal. Yeah. Your Girl Scout journey. Girl Scout journey. Yeah. But... There's also another person involved in this conversation, and they might not have the same goal. So I can't force them into my goal, and they can't force me into their goal. So if we find somewhere in the middle that we're both happy by the end, then like, okay, that's our final product. Yeah, I feel like I agree with it to a certain extent. But I also feel like if you're like, hey, I'm going into this conversation so that we can work out this thing and stay together, like that is your final product. Yes. Let's stay together. I mean, obviously... If that doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I feel like you do need to have some sort of goal. Even if it's mm-hmm. just like, hey, this is a conversation we're having to break up. Or, hey, this is a conversation we're having to stay yeah. together. Those are two very different conversations. Yes, it is. <laughs> and if you're both thinking different things, and that's uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, or even if it's just like more of an argument kind of thing. Like, you both think you're right. Well, obviously, one, one of you is not right. Or maybe you're both right a little bit. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess she's basically just saying, you know, keep an open mind to the other person. And um, go with the conversation as it goes. Um, Zach Brown. Uh, not the Zach Brown that we all know and love. I'm not friends with him. Um, that would be so cool. Yeah. No, this is an old camp counselor of mine. He says, he's not old. He's like 30, but he was a camp counselor. He says, make sure it's the right timing. Test the waters with other topics and then dive in. I agree with that to a certain extent yep, too. A certain extent. I'm a person that if you bring up something personal or deep out of the blue, I'll go with it. I'm yeah. like, let's do it. Let's dive oh, right yeah. in. No, me too. I don't need to be, you know, softened up and whatever to get to the we point. We don't need where... any foreplay for this conversation. Yeah, no, 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 no. Just get right into it. Um, we're keeping that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I understand that some people like might want to just have a friendly talk and then get in deep stuff more. I've been meeting with this kid um, named Derek, who's in sixth grade from my church, like little mentor discipleship meetings, things. And I can't dive into anything deep with him right away. So I try to talk, you know, Hey, how's school going? How's this going? Uh, Video games, Minecraft, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then slowly as he starts to open up, then we can get into deeper topics. But um, again, that's just, that's him. And so I figured that out about him. But like, for me, like you just be like at any point, be like, Hey, talk. I'm like, all right, sweet. I like, 
I love when other people are like, just like, okay, let's just get into this conversation. Yeah. But I, with my anxiety, I'm just like, okay, like, let me totally scoot around this subject until we have like five minutes left together. And then let me bring up this really deep topic. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, when about. is the right time? And then it's the end. And I'm like, well, never brought it up. Or I'm just like, I have anxiety and I'm just sitting there like staring off and I'm just like, yeah, how should I even start this conversation? Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah, I'm so, like I said, like if you bring it up to me, I'll dive straight in. But I'm personally never going to dive straight in. I can't get myself to do that. And I'm like, I feel weird, like deep because, but yeah. 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 Uh, next one from our lovely Millie Monahan, who she'll be back soon. We're going to get Millie back soon. Um, this one took up two thought bubbles. She says, in all caps, in person. Yes. Agreed. And a time when you are, hang on. When you're all undistracted. When you're all undistracted and don't necessarily have a time limit so it isn't rushed. And make sure you think before you speak. Yes. We, me, we've had a conversation about like, hey, if we're going to have these serious conversations, like they need to be in person. It is yeah. so much more helpful because you cannot read tone over text. No, you can't read inflection. You can't read. If someone sends me a paragraph text, I'm going to understand some of it. I'm not going to understand every little part of that text by the end, but... Yeah, just to listen and hear their voice and see their face and be able to have like text conversations don't aren't consistently back and forth. You know, they might have pauses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, also waiting for those three dots to become letters takes a really long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's stressful. But just having that conversation in person, getting it all out. And I will say, though, that sometimes texting feels easier because you yes. have more time to think before you respond. Which that that's true. the only thing that I like. Can't have pauses before. and be like, hang on. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> if somebody presents a point to you, and this is my biggest thing, because before I bring up anything with anybody, I will sit with it for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, do I really want to bring this up? And how should I come up with that? Yeah. But if you just spring it on a person and then you expect them to have an answer in two seconds, like, that's not fair. Yeah. But that's what I love about texting is you're like, hey, here's this. If you come back to me in 20 minutes with, like, doing some thinking, that's great. But if you're in person, you're like, hey, I'm presenting this problem to you. You can't be like, uh, because then it just makes the person feel Mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, if Abby and I are about to have more of a deeper conversation, we'll give each other, like, a brief explanation over text. Like, this is kind of the topic, and then we'll talk, like, talk, talk later. But, yeah, just so we're not getting into it and we're, like, no idea what's going on. So... Yeah, in person, and then I like you know under undistract. I don't know if that's a word, but not distracted, and you don't have a time limit. Like, yeah, you don't want to be like you got all these things going on, and then I got to leave in thirty minutes. Like, just sit down and have that time, and be present and intentional with that moment, not worrying about the other things going on or what you got later. Just in that moment, that conversation. That's what matters. Cool. Um, Jackson Crank, be intoxicated slash high. We're underage. Again, no. Yeah, I know our podcast is legal now, but we're not about that. So don't do drugs, kids. Um, Savannah, what's her last name? I have no clue. I don't know who that is. Savannah Scruggs. Sorry. I'd call her Savvy all the time just because of Pirates of the Caribbean. Savvy. Um, and I'm like, what's your last name? Savannah, uh, another friend from work. Understand that both of your emotions and feelings are valuable and valid. Yes. Yeah. So again, like you're going to feel a certain way and everything you feel is valid and reasonable and makes sense to you. 
uh, but the other person might feel differently or feel something. They might feel the same way. They might feel whatever, but um, they feel the way they feel for a reason as well. And so, yeah, I think going in with, especially with that, like deep conversations can either at the end be really, really good and healthy to look back on, or they can end in a big argument and fight and it sucks. And so that's always the worry going into them is, is this going to be like a fulfilling, satisfying conversation or are we going to end in tears and yelling at each other? And Savannah's point, I think is the easiest way, or maybe not easiest, but best way to keep it more on the healthy, fulfilling side of just understanding whatever someone is saying to you, like they're saying it for a reason and they're not probably not trying to insult you and hurt you. And that's why they're telling you this because they want, they want something to happen to be better. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, yeah, I agree. I feel like, like, obviously if you don't go into that conversation being like, Hey, we're talking about this because I respect you. And because I want to have this conversation with you and make sure that these things that I have noticed are adjusted or talked about, like you can't go into a conversation and not do that because it's not going to be, yeah. it's not going to end well. Yeah. Okay, um, Aiden said, make sure you are willing to change your opinion without that. It is just an argument. Yeah, again, I mean, that's on the same kind of lines of not necessarily that you have to leave that conversation like, oh, yeah, I was like 100% totally wrong. They were totally right. Maybe that's what happens. Um, but there's usually somewhere in the middle, um, especially if there's like a very divided disagreement of you're on one extreme, they're on the other extreme. Mm -hmm. There's a middle ground in there. But middle ground, like I saw this Instagram post the other day and it was like, compromise means, oh, hey, like I like this flavor of ice cream, you like this flavor of ice cream. Okay, let's compromise and get this other one. Mm -hmm. Not, I want to have kids, you don't want to have kids, so let's have kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. compromise has to be good to both people. It can't just be this person always wins and this person doesn't. Yeah. Like you should, like maybe you're not going to both come out of the conversation feeling great, but like it shouldn't be like one person's like, that was great. And I got what I wanted. One person super sad and defeated. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, just being open-minded, especially at our age. We don't have it all figured out. We don't know what we're doing. So. Also like, especially for teenagers, like you're a teenager. Just because, like, and I say this not in a mean way. And if you are in a long-term relationship, good for you. Happy for you. You're a teenager. You don't have to marry the person you're dating right now. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Things happen. You're allowed to break up with people. You're allowed to move on. You are changing as a person. This is the time of your life that you change the most. So it's okay mm -hmm. for things to happen. And they may seem like they're the end of the world, but they're really not. Yeah. And you'll get over it and it'll be okay. I think uh, Charlie Moncaster said that. I think he did. They're in Europe right now. Him and his wife. They keep posting pictures about it. I'm so jealous. Nice. Nice. I see all of um, Gary's hunting stuff. And he's all yeah. like, I'll like, get in his turkey. And then he's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he brings out his guitar and he's like, Hi! 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 Country songs. Every country song ever. Yeah. I love country music. So, Rachel, what's your experience with deep conversations? What would you bring to this table here? 
Um, I don't say you've never had one or else you're kicked off of this podcast. But... <laughs> I definitely have had some. Um, I would say, sorry, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with this. Um, I've had good and bad experiences with deep conversations. Um, I've had cowardly experiences where I didn't have those conversations and I regret the things that happened because I didn't. Um, but I mean, like, as I said, I'm the type of person who I will, like, if it's like, I'm talking to you about something, Mm -hmm. great, bring it on, whatever it is. But if I'm like talking to a person that I'm like, okay, this is like really meaningful and this can make or break, like whatever we're doing here, like, that's scary. It's a different situation. And like, there has been multiple times where I will just like, I'll be like, okay, yeah, like I need to have this Mm -hmm. conversation with this person. So hanging out with them and then I just can't bring myself to bring it up but they can notice that like my energy is different because I'm obviously like staring off into space twiddling with my rings on my necklace like anything that anybody with anxiety does and it's just but like you really have to have those conversations and one thing that I have learned um and I hope that this person doesn't listen to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um but if you try to approach a conversation like that with somebody um, and you bring up their issues and they seem like they do not care. Mm. They seem like they don't want to have this conversation with you that, okay, you voiced your complaints. I'm done. That's not okay. Yeah. No, like every single person that is listening to that or listening to this podcast deserves more than that. Every single person period deserves more than that. Like you deserve somebody that's going to treat you with respect and if you're bringing up an issue they want to be able to resolve that with you mm-hmm. like <clears throat> there should be no world in which you text somebody a paragraph they respond with all right if that's how you feel i respect that and yeah then- <laughs> yeah yeah that wasn't me yeah like <laughs> but if that's something that happens to you you need to that was when find- you knew you're like nah, you need to find yourself yeah. respect and not talk to that person anymore when i got that text it was a text by the way yes did not like I immediately closed down the messages. Has not talked to that person since. Nice. Like I was like, I deserve. Yeah, you texted me that screenshot, and I was like, this dude's like a six, a six grader, like Seriously? a little boy child. <sighs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, so. but like also, there's been times in my life where, like, there was obviously something that I should have brought up and I didn't, mm-hmm. and as a result, you know, like, I broke up with the person, and that was really sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I know this person doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, so obviously so many things happen. But, it, like, if I'm going back with the knowledge I know now, I would have been like, hey, just have the conversation. Bring up how you're feeling. Just because you're in eighth grade doesn't mean that this needs to be over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think there was, um, what well, happened twice and it was the same girl both times. Um, one between your little second chance misses, little second chance misses one between what year is that between eighth and ninth grade. And then between ninth and 10th grade, those summers. And it was the same exact thing that happened both summers where I thought everything was fine going great. And then she was just like, it's not fine. And we're breaking up. Like there wasn't a, let's talk through this. Like I want to resolve this. I want to move forward. It was just, it's over and that's it. Um, 
And that sucks for both parties too. Yeah, and she played the "It's not you, it's me" card, so I had to do the guessing of like, what do I think I did wrong? Yeah, because I knew I'm like, okay, I screwed up somehow, and I feel like I figured out how I did, but she didn't help me out at all. You should 100% just text her and be like, what did I do wrong? (laughs) Yeah, well, I was like, let's talk through this, and she was like, no, I can't, it's over, and I'm like, okay. Um, So yeah, that was frustrating. Um, But then, I mean totally different situation now where i mean a few weeks ago abby was like we gotta talk and and we did and it was i mean in that conversation it sucked <laughs> neither of us were having fun and enjoying it but we were talking yesterday we looked back and we're like that was an amazing conversation because we brought it up and we wanted the same thing out of it um and we went in there maturely and open i mean we laid everything out there we were like i don't like this about you and i don't like this about like how, not like this fundamental part of who you well, are, yeah, but obviously. like you've changed and I've changed and we've changed and we don't like these changes. And some of them are just natural changes and some of them are, okay, we can better ourselves and each other. And I mean, we put it all out there and we didn't yell and scream at each other. We didn't leave in tears or whatever. Like we hugged it out. It was all good. It was a good, healthy conversation. If you're having a conversation, like a deep conversation with somebody and like, you are both crying and you leave it at that, y'all need some serious work. You should <laughs> not, not be leaving a conversation yeah. crying unless you're breaking up with each other. Let's be clear. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. I think that was the caboose oh, okay. of my train. Um, and then Abby was telling me about this, um, one of her best friends who she'd been with her boyfriend for like a year and they had a similar conversation. At the end of the conversation, they broke up and a couple of days later, they ended in tears and they broke up. And a couple days later, they decided, never mind, we can make this work. We want to make it work. And then he, and then a few days after that, he goes into her car one morning and says, we're done and leaves. See, that's not a productive conversation. It's not, no. And you can tell that he didn't get much out of the initial conversation. He was just kind of going along with her. Like, yeah, sure. Oh, break up. Okay. Went back to, okay, yeah. But he wasn't really in it. And then he was just like, we're done. Bye. Yeah. I think... And- one of my biggest pet peeves is the people that go like we're done or we're breaking up and like that's it like there's no closure and i hate the concept of closure like i i hate it because i feel like it's such a negative thing Mm -hmm. but i also feel like you could just be like hey like we're breaking up and these are the reasons it didn't still like you were in love with this person yeah you can nicely bring up the fact be like hey the fact that you chewed really loud was the thing that like really put me at the end there, and it's I just gonna couldn't marry do it. Someone who's a loud eater, you know. Yeah, like even if it's something like as stupid as that, and you're like, oh well, this is gonna hurt their feelings if I tell them. You still bring it still up. tell them. Like you're breaking up with them. It's the worst thing you could do to them, except yeah. like murder them. So I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should just be able to bring that up. Like I will always, I will always bring them up. If ever I'm breaking up with anybody, just be like. Yeah. And I understand you might... Here's your list of faults that I found. Yeah. I understand that, like, you might go into it and you know that it, it, like, this is someone that I don't even want to try to work it out with. Like, it's it's over, it's run its course, we're done. You can still bring things up and and have that, you know, respectful, intentional conversation. Um, Like I said, you can know that maybe if you do know, like, okay, I want to fix this, then you go in and you're like, all right, we're going to try to work together and do this. But it might not be that situation. That's just how it is. Yeah. But yeah, be respectful, be open-minded. Obviously, like, 
hope not obviously hopefully you're going in that to that conversation with like love and respect for the other person yeah. and you're in it because you want to work it out but even if you're not in it like you don't you don't want to work it out you still need to like obviously you love that person enough to date mm -hmm. them or you like them enough to date them, like to date them. then you see if you love them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i saw this tiktok the other day um and it was like one guy was like ladies guys know within the first 30 minutes of meeting you if they want to date you so if you, like, if they're not showing clear signs after that, then they don't want to. And then this other guy had stitched it, and he was like, no. Within the first 30 minutes, they can list the reasons why they wouldn't want to date you. But there is nothing that is saying, hey, I'm going to date this person. Yeah. I would think... See, guys and girls are different when it comes to dating. Like, yes. choosing who that... See, yes, guys will... Any girl that talks to them, they're like, they're the hottest person ever. <laughs> like, that's amazing that this girl would talk to me. And so if it's someone that they can continue to talk to over time, then they'd know, like, I want to really date you. Like, in the first 30 minutes, they know if they want a little casual, uh -huh, um, <laughs> you know, thing, thing, thing. But they so will have this to... array of girls that are talking to them and will just, like, that they're talking to and that are talking back. And... They will like all of them. Like they will have feelings for all of these girls. And then they will eventually choose one that like continues to talk to them the most and works out That's the most. That's the real difference between male and female gaze. Male is just like attractiveness first. Yeah. But I can honestly say that like when I'm thinking, oh, hey, is this person attractive? I'm not just looking at their looks. Like I can look at It's somebody. the first thing you notice. Yeah, but well, obviously. Yeah. But, like, I can look at somebody and be like, okay, that person is hot. But if I'm being like, hey, am I attracted to that person? Then I'm looking at things in their personality, their mannerisms, mm -hmm. like, how they act. All of these different things, not just, are they good looking? Because if that was the case, I'd be done for. Okay? I'd be done for. Listen. Done for. But, like, if you actually want to date somebody, you need to... Look past that a little bit more. <laughs> I saw this thing once that said, like, guys and girls fall in love the opposite way. So guys see the physical attributes of a girl and are in love and immediately comfortable with them physically. Whereas the girl will look to be comfortable with them emotionally and with communication and then will grow to be physically comfortable with mm -hmm. them. But the guy takes the physical stuff first and then will eventually become more emotionally, like, connected and look to that stuff. But they fall in love at, like opposite sides which i thought was a weird way but i'm like that makes sense no it does make that makes sense. sense yeah so yeah if you're a cute girl and you're talking to a guy he's in love with you <laughs> just tell him he's he's like oh yes so, don't like ask him that though just be like, are you in love with me because i'm talking to you and like i'm sure that would be that, a fun conversation that would be a great deep conversation that's like when you're in middle school and you like text somebody and you're like I really like you. And then like they you. respond, they go, what? And you're like, oh, someone stole uh, my phone. Do you like you? I'm do you like, kidding. do you like, like me? Or do you like me? Like, I like, like you. And they're like, oh, okay. I like, like you. Let's date. Five minutes later. I love you. No, yeah. yeah. Middle school relationships. Am I right? I'm just kidding. My middle school relationship wasn't like that. It was actually really That's good. a good one. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm one of the very few people that like, mm -hmm. Had a great middle school relationship. Middle school, if a middle school relationship lasted longer than like two weeks, we're like, they're getting married. They're like, this is unreal. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, we went out on a first date. We hugged each other at the end of the date. Like, that was, that was mm -hmm. that. Like, 
it took like two months before we said I love you. And like, we didn't kiss for like three months. Like the third month into the relationship. Same. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like, I still remember that. Because obviously, you know, it was my first kiss. Yeah. But it was like, we were sitting on the couch because he had come over and watched a movie. And mm-hmm. he had like, went to say goodbye and he hugged me. And he like, went over and he kissed me and then he hugged me on the other side and I, I like, literally had butterflies. You were like, <laughs> No, literally, as soon as he left, I think I screamed, yeah. genuinely. Yeah. No. You always remember your first kiss. What was your first kiss like? <laughs> we, we were upstairs on a couch, finished a movie. Yeah. Um, and, and then, like, we were both looking at each other like we wanted it to happen. Yeah. Like, we'd been teasing each other about it for a few days and we were like, we were ready, we were ready. But then, I'm so awkward. I'm still awkward, but like I was even more awkward two years ago, or I guess a year and nine months ago. And it, so Abby had to go. She she had to go in and do it. And then we were both like, mm, like we kind of hung it out a little bit. Then we had to like compose ourselves because we were going to eat dinner with my parents. And then we were going out to them for some like trivia night thing. But we had to like, at least for me, I was like, like I was like Lamaze breathing to control myself and go down and have a normal dinner with my parents. And, but yeah. I feel like you always remember, I mean, okay. For me, at least you always remember your first kiss with each person that you kiss. Like, unless you're wasted. I mean, I know you don't, you can't speak anything on this experience. Who know? <laughs> well, like, okay. Hang on. Uh, when I was five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, playground kiss, playground kiss. We were, we were playing uh, king and queen and, uh, you know, got married. Because that's what kings and queens do. I got married in kindergarten. See? My mom is still friends with his mom on Facebook. And he just, or he just proposed to his girlfriend. And it was the most adorable thing. You're like, uh, we are married. This is yeah, cheating. Yeah, you're like, uh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Excuse me. You never said I don't. He goes to Wakefield. <laughs> of so course. I saw him on little Wakefield proposals <laughs> thing. I was like, that's so cute. I married him. <laughs> no, you know. Kiss under the monkey bars. Yeah. There was, where I went to school, there was, like, those little, like, caterpillars that were, like, really small and green, and I'm sure that they were, like, poisonous or something, but they hung down from our monkey bars, so it was, like... It's like mistletoe. Yeah, it was, like, there was an ambiance of ants Oh, my gosh. They set the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, there was honeysuckles growing, and there was, like, the... I... much My elementary school was messed up, but there was this Chinese takeout container that was left under stairs... And we took it and we put honeysuckles in there and we would eat them every day at recess. I don't know how I'm not like poisoned or something, like how I didn't die. But this is Roseville? No. no. Jones Dairy? Howell. Oh. I went to like a magnet school in the middle of nowhere. But no one <laughs> Nothing to do but honeysuckle and caterpillars. And we'd always get yelled at because we'd climb up like yeah. there was like gates outside of our school and we'd climb up them to reach the honeysuckle. We'd always get yelled at. I had such fun in elementary school. Okay. Do we have anything more on our actual topic? <laughs> I'll talk more about my reminiscing. <laughs> no, this has been a fun one. Um, no, I think I think we've covered it. Okay. I guess one thing I would say is like, as tough as deep conversations can be to jump into, they're going to build a relationship so much more mm-hmm. than just easy conversations. Like, I don't remember all the easy conversations I've had with Abby or with you or any anybody, but I remember the tougher ones are ones where we got more personal. Like, I'll always remember those and can look back on those. So, yeah, it's not going to be fun diving into that valley and having that conversation, but you'll both get out of it in the right way and you're going to look back and, like, it's going to be a happy memory that...
Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. I agree. Okay. Well, I'm Rachel. And I'm Cam. And this was, was Inconceivable. It's free therapy gone wrong for the ride. We discuss all the things that you need in life. Finding love, finding peace, finding you. It's in.